Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Prothy. And I'm Paul Burkhardt. Today, Steve, we're closing out a generation. We're leaving a generation in the dust. The sixth generation of consoles, of video game consoles. We've talked about the PlayStation 2. We talked about the GameCube. Uh, was the Dreamcast considered part of that generation? Kind of in the middle. Yeah, no, it's considered. Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and finally, the original Microsoft Xbox. So, just like with our GameCube episode, where Steve never owned a GameCube, but I did, Steve owned an Xbox, and I never did. My first Xbox console was a 360. So, he is going to have to fill us in on, you know, what it was like hanging out with that console, playing that console. I have, you know, my typical um, bullshitty research pulled up. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think it's kind of fascinating. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> it's interesting to look back on the original PlayStation because of where, besides the crazy experiences that were available on that system, if you had one back in the day, uh, just to see sort of the genesis of such a gaming juggernaut, right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think of this today, buddy, and let me know if something comes to mind. Was Is the Xbox the last time we had a major new player enter the home video game console market? I can't remember one. Yeah, I mean... We're not counting things like the Steam Deck, I would assume, you know, that's kind of a, the handheld things kind of, but as far as like, yeah, major console, sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, remember there was those Steam boxes a few years back where Mm -hmm. it was meant to be sort of a consolized Steam PC that you could hook up into your TV. I guess you could kind of consider that, um, you know, maybe we look back in a few years and be like, oh, damn, Steam the steam deck or the steam box or whatever was sort of the the genesis of this whole new brand of gaming but not really you know yeah not in terms of something where it was like you know oh i can't even think of a, a company like sega's back in the game console yeah, or, business all of a sudden you know yeah, or like, oh well i guess we can't forget even though it hasn't hit yet you know we're <laughs> waiting <laughs> that amico baby that <laughs> television right. amico from old tommy Pussy fart Talarico. What's up, Aaron boy? <laughs> That's a fucking throwback mm-hmm. reference right there. Um, so, you know, I would say of sort of the major players in the home console game, this is the last time the most recent new entry. It's hard to break in. Oh, yeah. You know, like nowadays, yes, this is extremely hard. Think about sort of the mid to late 90s, right? When you had Nintendo, Sega, and. Um, uh nintendo sega and sony like Mm -hmm. in the game but then you also had shit like the 3do and the atari jaguar like there were a lot of console options now most of those failed spectacularly (laughs) but there there were people trying to get in the mix and you don't really see that anymore because you know between sony and nintendo 
and the little slice of the pie that uh, Xbox has, there's not a lot of room for competition, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, it's a tough ask nowadays. So I think it is neat to look back on this one, especially considering how much time since the release of this console that I have spent playing video games on an Xbox console. So, right, yeah. Been um, a part of my life for over 20 years now. <laughs> um, so before we get to that, buddy, there's something I've been seeing. And once again, I'm not exactly versed in the sort of rumors and leaks related to video games space so much where I know who's reliable, who you can trust and stuff. Um, but there seems to be a growing number of rumors and leaks that there is a somewhat imminent announcement of a Red Dead Redemption remake. Remaster. Yeah, I've, I've heard remaster. Well, so I, so I was hearing remaster too, and then the latest thing I saw about it is it's not a remaster. It's a full-on remake. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's hard to... Then it would be handled by somebody that's not Rockstar. Yes. It, it, well, regardless, it seems either way, remaster or remake, that it's not being handled by Rockstar. Right. It seems Rockstar like is full hands on deck with for, Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested. I would hope that they give it to a different studio than what did the... the, the Vice City collection. and San Andreas remasters Jesus. recently. Yeah, yeah those, were, those were kind of bad. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I would love to play that game in modern fidelity. It's a great game. Yeah, I think it would be nice to um, revisit, you know? Mm -hmm. I could definitely see being interested in replaying that one. It's been so long since I've played the original. Same. Um, so it, it will be interesting. Now, another thing, buddy. Have you heard the Last of Us 3 stuff? No, you texted me about it the other day, nothing specific, and I have not looked into it since. Okay. So, listen, there's one thing I want you guys to know, is I'm never going to drop a spoiler on you guys without a warning, right? We always do warnings. What I'm about to talk about is what I consider Z-tier spoiler information. Meaning this is this is in no way going to impact your experience of playing the eventual Last of Us 3, right? So you don't have anything mm -hmm. to worry about there. I wouldn't do that to Steve, much less all our listeners. I wouldn't ruin that show for Steve. So it is becoming pretty apparent that Last of Us 3 is in development. No big surprise there. And some casting information sort of leaked out and it appears that they're looking to cast a group of survivors who live in sort of a Victorian style mansion and they like they're a group that has their own little community in there they leave that and go out and scavenge and stuff right and mm -hmm. there's a few roles that are mentioned and stuff okay sounds cool right nothing big that's the that is as far as it goes as far as anything related to story stuff from the game but what I have seen people doing online with that information is fucking infuriating. Because that, that information I gave you, that is the total of the report, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. Along with some character names. Um, and what it has led, and you see this kind of shit in Star Wars all the time. You see this kind of shit in everything, right? But what people are doing now is going... Last of Us 3 isn't going to feature Abby or Ellie. It's going to be a new cast of characters that live in a Victorian mansion. There's nothing in this report, this leak, that indicates anything like this, right? Not right. a single thing. But that's how I've seen a couple of dickheads trying to, you know, they try to stir the pot to get engagement, right? Yeah, that's what clicks, man. Yeah, there's nothing that annoys me more than posts for engagement's sake. You know what yeah. I mean? It just ticks me off. Um, now, you know, maybe that is the way they end up going. But to me, I read that, and you know what exactly I thought, Steve, is, oh, so this is like a group you run across, whether you're playing as yeah. Abby or Ellie, what I would Ellie or whoever. Yeah, it's it's just like any of the other little scenarios that you might run across in a, in a 
Last of Us game. You know what it is? It's fucking death fodder. Those yeah. people are there to get killed <laughs> horribly. Oh. Man, I just, it, for talking about this game, I just remembered the part where you're Abby riding on the motorcycle and, uh, or in the truck and mm-hmm. the dudes on motorcycles come up, try to kill you. Mm-hmm. I need, I need to play through that game again. So um, good. <laughs> I wish there was a way we could hang out because I want to play through both of them again. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it this year on stream, just sort of looking towards what I have on deck, right? Because I'm about to start a Mass Effect 2 playthrough when I finish mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, but I wish there was a way you and I could hang out and play The Last of Us together on stream. Yeah. Like you handle some parts, I pass it off, you pass it off. Not really super easy to do um, yeah. over the internet. But um, I just bring it up because it annoys me because nothing in that report indicates anything about who you play, when it's set, anything like that. It's just this one isolated piece of information. Mm-hmm. Um, also, once again, nothing spoiler. Um, the That being released has caused other people who appear to be reputable. Again, I don't really know. Um, major filming for the last of us part three is taking place this year. So all the motion captures. Right. Right. So it looks like, uh, it is in the works and they are getting to it. So, yeah, I would say not next year, but no, the, the year after we probably could start reasonably thinking about a late year release date late. Mm, so 2025, you're thinking I could see possibly that. like I'm... more likely early 2026, or yeah so you got to think and i don't just because this is how it worked out with the last two games doesn't mean mm-hmm. mean it will this one but you know last of us and last of us 2 were generation ending games right mm-hmm. they both came out in like the last what 6 7 8 months of that current of the PlayStation 3's life cycle and of the PlayStation 4's mm-hmm. you know i don't think it'll be that long because you know, in the meantime, we also got some Uncharted games. And exactly. Stuff. That's think, what I was yeah. going to say. I, it's I don't not like I, it was the only thing Naughty Dog did, right? Right. So. I feel like they're kind of all in on The Last of Us 3 now with factions kind of Taking being shunted seat. off to the side for yeah. now. And yeah, I think they're going to go full steam with that one. Um, so, you know, I'm all for that. I, I love that series like no other. I'm ready for the third one. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um now, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe we get an announcement next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember, and I'm sure I could look it up, but I don't feel like it. Like, what the timeline between the announcement of Last of Us 2 and the release of The Last of Us 2 was. Um, but I don't know. Um, oh, another thing that I saw that was fucking goofy is apparently Ubisoft has 11 assassin's creed games planned 11 mamma mia yeah man hey listen that's a lot that's a lot of bloat if you love (laughs) assassin's creed then you just got fucking turgid 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 whatever fuck me um more more bloat than that dude at the end of akira you're right right oh i i had to stop myself from a joke there i did though i did i did steve good job growing growth growth um, um have you um played any final fantasy 16 at all buddy any yeah any? a little yeah. bit here. yeah you know actually i didn't play any last night just because i got busy i hung out with will a little bit and um, decided to try and actually go to bed earlier than damn near 4 a.m. But yeah, I've I've been playing and still loving it. Still fucking loving it, man. What a yeah. game, man. Um, so I probably pulled ahead of you a little bit at this point because oh, I yeah. played a little bit the last couple of days. It's not going to slow down for you oh, in terms yeah. of what the shit you like. Yeah, is, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just pretty sure you're going to continue to like it. I um I was talking to uh, my buddy Aaron Boyd about it, and he was like, well, do you think it's going to make your top three Final Fantasies of all time? That's a tough ask, right? Like, my top three currently are seven, six, and ten, right? Those are my top three, with four 
bringing up a very close fourth. Yeah, mine um, mine would be seven, four, and nine. Yeah, because we we agreed not to count fourteen. Yeah, fourteen or eleven, we don't count. We mean single player experiences. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Would be in my top three. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't know that it'll be in my top three. What I do know, right, is that it is the most fun I've had with a modern Final Fantasy since 12. So I think it's a, it's the best one since 12. It's better than 13. It's better than 15. Um, which, yeah, you know, I didn't even dislike those games, but they just weren't my favorites. So. Yeah. That's I think good. it's a huge step in making that franchise a little more relevant in the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I know that 15 sold decently, but I think that the numbers have been down a little bit, but this, this new game is selling really well. Yeah. Especially considering it is only available one place, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's something to keep in mind. I'm sure those numbers will jump quite a bit when it hits the PC, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's going to hit the Xbox eventually. I mean, it may be the next Xbox and that shit gets thrown up on fucking Game Pass and you're, you're like, I'll be damned. Maybe it's time to replay this. Right. Um, but yeah, I fucking love that game, man. I'm so happy because, um, you know, like 13 was a game that I went hard in at first and then petered off on. And it was years before I beat it, before I went back and replayed it and beat it. 15, I beat and just I don't know something lacking in the the entire experience of Final Fantasy fifteen. Happy to say that this one uh, not lacking in my opinion. In fact, there's a maybe a little too much sometimes as far as trying to keep the lore and the fucking uh, you know the on the whatever's going on. Like there's yeah. a lot to track. They make it there easy is. for you to do, but mm-hmm. damn, there's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's, great game. Yeah, man. Can't wait to have our episode on it. I, t- I told you the other night we might have to do a two-parter. It because, might have to be a two-parter. Because the story be. is so dense. Like, and I, There's so many amazing parts that I don't want to just rush through yeah, and some of like, this stuff. Oh, you know? what about this fight? Yeah, that was cool. Anyway, right. mm-hmm. Jill, ooh, woo, you know, or whatever. <laughs> there's going to be some of that, I'm sure, Oh yeah, from me. Um but yeah, man, I, I'm just so stoked to be playing a new Final Fantasy and it be really good. I, you know, I'm seeing a lot of fucking bitching and moaning online and people fighting about it. I'm just letting that go. I don't care, man. What is, mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying talking to you about it and catching up, you know, of what all we've done and stuff. So Final Fantasy 16 gets a big thumbs up for me so far. Now, I say that so far because... I imagine I've still got a decent amount of game left and, you know, who knows how it goes. You know? Right, same, yeah. yeah. The, according to the thing, I'm like about 70% through the story. Okay, okay. Just That's just the story stuff, and I'm yeah. probably about around 35 hours. Cool. So, And I've been doing everything. Nice, nice. Yeah, me too. Boy, I, the one complaint I have is that I just want more of something, and that's the hunts. I like the... Mm the nefarious monster hunts or whatever they're called um you know it's a system they've had in final fantasy before i just really like the way it's done in this and i think those fights are fun and sort of challenging because overall it's not a hard game in fact i'd say it's fairly easy it's Mm -hmm. it's very enjoyable to play but you know having those extra monsters for that little extra bit of challenge i enjoy that i have uh i've gotten some s class on my hunt board but i haven't tried them yet oh I'm a little worried about that because some of those A ranks be pushing me to the limit. Yeah, so I don't. I wonder what level they are because we know the A rank is 38. I think all A ranks are just level 38. Oh, okay. Um, I, I believe that. I believe all. So, so the S ranks are going to be like level 45 or probably something like that. Mm-hmm. Something way up there. But I haven't had the stones to try one of them yet <laughs> Oof, i can't wait i know i'll probably get duty stomped on the first one but i can't wait to try it out mm-hmm. um so let's not talk about uh a a playstation console exclusive let's talk about some xbox how do you feel about that? yeah man let's do it this is uh it's a great memory lane trip for me um remind me when this console launched it was november of 2001 November when, of 2001. Yeah. Okay. That's when the Xbox um, 
was announced. It was first mentioned in like an interview in 2000 or 1999 or 2000 and then was formally announced in 2001 in one of the most cringy pieces of media I've ever seen. <laughs> um, fucking old Billy Gates is on the stage fresh off a trip to Epstein's Island with fucking Dwayne the cheese dick john i don't like the rock i gotta Look, be 100 honest with you i don't like him he was he was kind of on the downhill slope is here in 2001 uh-huh. uh but uh man whew, from 98 to 2000 man <laughs> that dude was red hot red hot not to me not me not us um so let's take a quick look at this before we talk about it because it's just so bad all right here we go Thanks, Rock, and it really is an honor to have you here. Believe it or not, I'm a big fan of yours. For instance, I know that you're a five-time WWF champion, not to mention one of the top entertainers in the world. Bill, I'm very flattered. I'm a big fan of yours as well. Uh, for instance, The Rock knows you're the chairman and chief software architect of the Microsoft Corporation, a leading worldwide provider of software for the personal computer. <laughs> Thank you, Rock. I'm I'm very flattered. Dude, E3 and game console uh, uh, announcements reveals have gotten so much better, like in the last <laughs> 22 years. This is painful. I know it's tough. This is before old Rock got on the juice and the HGH too. Look at him. Yeah, he I looks mean, relatively small. The internet was still kind of just starting to stretch its legs here too. Uh -huh. You know. Yep. Yeah, I was definitely looking up a porn on dial-up at this time. You know what I mean? It would be, it'd still be a few months before I got my first high-speed internet. Right, yeah, I don't think we had our, our high-speed internet yet. Dude, it's so bad. By creating Windows, by creating Windows in 1983, a multitasking graphical user interface environment that runs on MS-DOS-based computers along with Windows NT and Windows 2000, Completely self-contained operating systems that feature networking, uh, symmetric multi-processing, multi-threading, and uh, security. Bill, you've certainly revolutionized the technology we know today. I'm a better actor than The Rock in 2001, bro. <laughs> that man is reading. Bruh. And, and look, old pasty-ass Bill Gates just home from some pervert millionaire's island doesn't have a bit of a fucking tan or sunburn you know his ass sat inside all day <laughs> amazing it's just like when i went back to watch because i kind of had a memory of it and i was like oh i should go back and watch that and i was like wow when you compare that to like how they reveal new consoles now they've really figured out the formula yeah we here at xbox no i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, so, so I, I didn't pay attention to too much of the, like that stuff. All I knew about was that was the system that was getting Halo. Yeah. Right. Like right. This was the, that was a game that I had kind of followed in the mid nineties as a PC player <clears throat> and a fan of Bungie's work up to that point and thought that this new game they were working on looked amazing. Ended up going to Microsoft, Microsoft bought Bungie, right? That's how it worked. Like they just bought the whole bungee I, I believe so right yeah. isn't that what happened i now that i didn't look up i'm I, pretty sure yes like and once bungee finished halo reach then they were like our contract's done we can do our own thing um i remember reading articles about halo before it was a Microsoft, like an Xbox exclusive, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, same, same, yeah. <laughs> and I remember a guy that I worked with at the time was like, did you see that new Halo article on IGN? I'd be like, nope. So I'd go and look it up at work. And like he was so, and I also remember the day he came into work and was like, apparently it's only going to come out on that new Xbox. Ooh, he was salty. Ooh, he was salty. Um, You know, uh, the legacy of Xbox now is a lot greater than you know just one game but it's hard to say anything besides like what the original xbox gave us was halo like 
Yes. You know it, what I mean? I mean, and it was a game that was a legitimate system seller. Yes. Too, which mm-hmm. was crucial to any console launch, in my opinion. Like, if you're going to have a console that launches, you got to have at least one good game, one real good one. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's funny when you look back at, like, the 360's launch and the 1's launch and the Series X's launch. There has not been a game as not really. crucial yeah. or as important as the original Halo being a launch title mm-hmm. on the original Xbox. Because, you know, they wanted to have Infinite out for the Series X launch. It didn't happen. Um, and, yeah, it, like, they just haven't been able to capture that magic of, like, the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, for someone who... Because this came out my freshman year in college, right? It came out a year after the PlayStation 2. And I remember the groundswell of being in class. And one day everybody's talking about, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PlayStation 2. And literally, it seems like within a day, everybody's talking about, oh, we were all we were all up late playing four-player split-screen Halo. That game's amazing. My buddy got an Xbox. Halo's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those things that just immediately hit. There was mm-hmm. excitement leading up to it, like I said. But once it actually released, you heard a lot about Halo. A lot about yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, that game is... It deserves all the accolades that it gets. I mean, it basically oh, invented the console first-person shooter. You know, like it really kind of hadn't been done well. well up yeah, to that it, point. it was. It, I, and I think we probably talked about it when we did our our Halo One episode. Is like that was they cracked the code on making a first-person shooter enjoyable to play on a console. There had been many attempts before, and some of them were okay, but this was the first time it actually felt like good and fun to play a first person shooter on a console and don't come at me with this golden eye bullshit. You guys got rose colored glasses. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, this to me, it's hard to overstate or understate overstate how big this game was for that console. I mean, it was legitimate getting tens when it released, right? Like the game review. Yeah. Um, It was, it was awesome. I got it for Christmas that year, 2001. Um, I remember going to New Jersey and getting it and my brother-in-law, John, uh, he and I just immediately started playing co-op like fresh out of the box. Cause Hell he was there, yeah. he was there for me, you know, with me and Christmas uh-huh. and he fell in love with it right away and eventually got his own Xbox so he could play. He got really good at Halo, you know, but man, that game was so rad. Like even though it was, it moved to a first person, which at first was kind of discouraging to me i wanted to see that cool third person thing they had going on yeah, in the original that would be something and honestly this might be um a, a fun episode i'm just thinking out loud here to mm-hmm. do with them sacred icon boys oh yeah them old yeah. sacred icon boy but like <laughs> the journey of halo to what was eventually released because at one point it was an rts too wasn't it like I think sort so of almost like a, a successor to their myth was that what their their RTS the series? Fallen Lords? Yeah, yeah. man, those games um, were great. And then there was like a third person version, and then finally, you know, the Halo that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fascinating journey, I think. It um, is. I mean, and you can't really talk about it either without talking about that gigantic controller. Uh, uh, well, the du- <laughs> okay. Can I ask you something, Steve? Because I like, I'll be honest with you, I probably played an original Xbox five or six times, mm-hmm. right? Like, I didn't have one. My first roommate in college had one. We did not really get along, so it's not like I was like, hey, you want to play some Halo co-op? I'm like, <laughs> Steve and John don't even know who they are yet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I remember the few times I did play being like, what is this giant-ass <laughs> controller? And, you know, uh, was it – I can't remember what company it was more recently sort of reissued xbox mm. controllers in that form factor and i remember people being like fuck yeah the duke is back but my limited recollection is like that was one of the main complaints about the system was the controller it, i i kind of liked the controller but it was the original one had a weirder design right so it was it was huge oversized excuse me it, it the one thing i did like was it had the sticks in kind of the more ergonomic positions mm-hmm 
right? Like, so that would they were the first ones to kind of do that. Want the, the left stick higher than the yeah. right? Yep. Um, but where whereas you would have triggers, they didn't have triggers on this thing. It had these this weird white and black button. I remember that. Yeah. That were that was over like the co- the color buttons like the A X Y B, and you, I'm pretty sure they just invented those buttons for Halo because you would literally use them to switch your grenades. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and eventually they figured out the bumper thing and it was so much more elegant, but I did not love that little design because those buttons were tiny mm-hmm. and it was a pain in the ass to do in the middle of a fight. But yeah. The- so since I never had an original Xbox, you know, once I got a 360, I did start going backwards, right. And play some of the original Xbox games through backwards compatibility. And any time it was like, press the white or black button, I'd be, what the fuck are you talking about a white or black button, bro? I got to start and a select. (laughs) Um, I think also important to mention first console that shipped with a hard drive pre-installed. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Good point. Even the freaking next model of Xbox was, didn't have an installed one, right? Like it was all the blade stuff. Well, no, you, 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 well, they had hard drives, but it was that weird proprietary thing where they clipped on the side and shit. The blade. Yeah. Yeah, It came with it. Yeah. Yeah. It came with one, but yeah, Yeah. I remember going over to a friend's house and he would just pop that thing on his, (laughs) get to play all my games. Pop that boy. (laughs) Um, Microsoft is kind of obsessed with being like, yeah, we we do our own storage thing. All right, guys, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Make it maybe a little easier and cheaper on us, huh? We love you, but come on. Mm-hmm. Philly that speak. Con- the, the, the visual of the console as well was really funny. Is this big freaking giant rectangle. black X. <laughs> Huge X on it. Yeah. Yeah. To me, kind of an eyesore. But uh, at the time, I loved it. And not I- the, you know, aesthetically, not the most appealing console in my opinion. No. Mm-mm. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't think the original 360 design is all that great either. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got nostalgia for it, you know, but like I just the overall design of a console, like I think the elites and the the preceding versions of the 360 looked a little cooler. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yeah, I like the ver- the Series X. Uh, I like that design, the fridge design or Me whatever too. you want to call like it. I like the Series X. Fine I like with that, yeah. I liked, um, I didn't, I was not a huge fan of the original Xbox One. It was just yeah. the VCR. Um, one X was fine. One X was fine. It looked all right. It looked sleek mm-hmm. and cool. Um, now, I'll say this. Another thing that I think is so fucking crazy about the original Xbox is its lifespan. Four years. 2001 to 2005. Now, obviously, that wasn't the end of the console, but by 2005... Four years later, the 360 was out. So like, it was almost when you consider the 360 when it came out. I feel like it didn't really make a big splash. People were kind of like, the graphics don't look much better than an Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, there's oh, no. always kind of that. Mm-hmm. And the, th- uh, yep, yep, and uh, not a lot to get too excited about with that. The launch lineup mm-hmm, with the 360. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, I think, we didn't know it was a juggernaut in hiding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not. We did not know what we were in store for. Because no. I remember being at like a Target or something and seeing the 360 uh, demo unit set up and it was playing like that. What was that? Cameo? Cameo? Whatever that fucking yeah, game was. The rare game. Yeah. yeah. And I would be in, uh, looking at it and being like, I don't, that kind of looks fun, but I don't, 
does not make me want to buy a 360. Same. Um, I saw a racing game, and I was just like, eh. Yeah. But th- but this was also before HD TVs were a thing in my life. Yeah. Once that, once I got an HD TV, then I really kind of started to see how the 360 was a much better machine than the Xbox. Right. I mean, in terms of what it could do graphically. Yeah. Um, now, this. So when I was doing my research for this episode, I came across something, and I. <laughs> I feel like I would have remembered this commercial, but I don't. Um, apparently, they there was a banned Xbox commercial that got banned in the UK on a Tuesday. Um, and I looked it up just to see what it was. And I kind of get it. Check this out. Once we watch it, I'll have you explain to the, the listeners what we're watching here. But it's, okay. it's weird. <laughs> Okay, we've got a woman. She's clearly in labor. Oh my god, she just gave birth to a baby who flew out the window. Yeah, she shot that boy out of her like a fucking (laughs) missile. Now he's flying and he's aging as he's flying. He's a little boy now, screaming. Oh shit, they're, they're sending him to Epstein's Island! Yeah, he's, oh, he's getting older. He's still just flying over the flat earth. He's completely naked. He's got his hands over his dong. Now he's getting old. He's old. He's bald. Still in the air. Oh, he's coming down. Oh, he landed in a grave. What a trick shot. Damn. Life is short. Play more. I gotta say, I kind of like that ad. Right? Like, (laughs) you don't see shit like that anymore, right? You do know. Now they're just like, oh. You want to play The Last of Us? PlayStation. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, ads aren't so much a thing uh, like that anymore, I guess. You I know, mean, where you would see the spots, like, regularly on TV, on your favorite things to watch. Yeah. Because um, even back then, like, DVRs were still kind of, like, not really that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that widespread, you know? Like, you had to get that special cable box from the cable company, and you'd be like, check this shit out, man. I can fucking record. And... Bruh, look what? at this. Yeah. I saved uh, The Matrix Reloaded on my DVR <laughs> with commercials, baby, but we could skip them. So, um, like, yeah, so, like, when I queued up to watch WWF Raw in 1998 on Monday night, we watched all the commercials. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this just was part of the deal back then. Well, and another thing is, is, like, maybe there are gaming ads like that now, but I can't tell you the last time I watched a commercial, my dude. Like, everything I get, I'm like, oh, there's an ad-free version? I'm getting it. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Pretty spoiled. Pretty much the same way, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so another thing I always like to take a look at, right, is the launch lineup, right? Mm. So... On launch, November 15th, 2001, these were the games that were available for the Xbox. 4x4 Evo 2, Jeremy Allen, what's up? Uh, Air Force Delta Storm, Arctic Thunder, Cell Damage, Dark Summit, Dead or Alive 3, Fusion Frenzy, Halo Combat Evolved, Mad Dash Racing, Madden 2002, NASCAR 2002, Two different NASCAR games. NASCAR Heat 2002 and NASCAR Thunder 2002. Um, NHL Hits 2002. Odd World Munches Odyssey. Project Gotham Ra- Racing. Shrek. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> once told me. <laughs> Test Drive Off-Road Wide Open. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X and Trans World Surf. Yeah, I think I only had Dead or Alive and Halo because mm-hmm. I got it pretty close to launch. I don't think that you know it had only been out a month, maybe, so there yeah. wasn't like a the it was a respectable catalog though. You know, I mean, at least it's it's a few games. You had some choice. The thing is, like, you had a generational talent in there. Yeah. Know? Well, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, blah 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 blah. Halo. Halo. Blah exactly. blah blah blah. Yeah, Dead yeah, or yeah. alive. Um. So like if. If if I had gotten an Xbox on launch, like if I would if I would had gone back in time, I yeah. would have definitely gotten Halo. I would have definitely gotten Dead or Alive three, and then I probably would have picked up Odd World Munch's Odyssey. Yeah, if money were no object back yeah. then, I might have gotten that one too. 
but yeah. with Dead or Alive and Halo, I was entertained for forever. With yeah, just bro. Those two yeah, games. and and then you know, I'm sure. I, I wish, I wish it was easier to find the information of like, okay, here's the launch games, and here's like the next year of releases with their release dates, because mm-hmm. I'd be really fascinated mm-hmm. to see that. Um, another thing that I always thought was kind of cool about the original Xbox is. In some ways, it was kind of a successor to the the Dreamcast. Like you saw a lot of, you know, franchises from the Dreamcast transferred over to Xbox. Shinmu Two being mm-hmm. a big one yep. of them, right? Um, and as big uh, Dreamcast fan, that was always something that I kind of looked at from the outside and went, "Hmm." Fusion Frenzy always felt like a Dreamcast game to me mm-hmm. as well anyway, mm-hmm. so. Yep. Yep. And, and like, I know it wasn't exclusive to Dreamcast, but I had only ever played Dead or Alive on the Dreamcast, so that felt like a Dreamcast oh, game yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wonder how many other people feel that way. Like, you know it's not just available on one system, but it feels like that system's game because that's where you played it. Speaking of Dead or Alive, one of the more interesting exclusives I feel like for the Xbox was the Dead or Alive beach volleyball game. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like now, if I say exclusives, I'm pretty sure that they are, but I could be wrong about all these. Who knows? <laughs> I don't um, have a list in front of me, but I'm pretty sure. I'll tell you what. That raised an eyebrow, which boy hauls. That yeah. seems like right up his alley, but I just I wasn't ready to embrace that yet. After the shitstorm of last year, I don't give a fuck. I'm about to get a dead or alive beach volleyball <laughs> back piece, bro. A face tat. Ooh, woo. Oh, fuck man. It. I had a fucked up idea for a tattoo today oh. while I was listening to Blue Harvest. Can what I tell you about it real quick? Fuck yeah, you can. Yeah. So you'd have to shave your chest to do this. Um, but you'd tat big chest piece of Turgle, the frog, or the shithead frog, but uh-huh. where his, his eyes are your nipples. I'll it's kind of cursed. I'll do it's that. A curse. It's a curse. Once again, wh- why not, man? It's <laughs> over for me. So why not just lean into the meme? You know? <laughs> it's over for me. And I can just like squeeze my belly to make him talk. I'm Turgle and I'm a frog. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just checked. I have a list of all the exclusive games pulled up. And yeah, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball was in Fuck fact yeah. an Xbox exclusive. I was old enough to not give a fuck when I bought that. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I'm getting Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Bro, just sitting on the couch, fully torqued up. I mean, that's the thing. It rubbing your dickhead on a Duke controller. <laughs> it wasn't even that scandalous, really. No, I mean, it was slightly no. saucy for a video game at the time, I guess. But, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to go through some of these exclusives. Of, of course, we'll, we'll talk about plenty more, but... Um, Okay, so some of these I've never heard of, so I want to hear if you have. Advent Rising. Have you ever heard of this game? In Advent Rising, a common legend pervades the galaxy that one day humans will deliver the universe. It's a third and first person point of view um, as you delve into an intergalactic saga. Advent Rising sets you on an action-packed adventure where you'll develop superhuman powers, wield an arsenal of high-tech weapons, and command a vast array of futuristic weapons. I would have been annoying the shit out of you if we knew each (laughs) other and I had an Xbox. I'd be like, have you played Advent Rising? I know I would have been into that, given the description. Um, Yeah, I never played that one. Let's see. What else do we got? I was got? selective in my buys with that because I lived in a household that had a PlayStation 2 and PCs at the same time. So Yeah, you had options. You know. mm-hmm. Options were, were available. Um, Blackstone, Magic, and Steel. Have you ever heard this? I remember um, the game. I never played it. Um, this looks cool, too. It looks a little anime oo-woo. Damn, maybe I need to get an original Xbox and check some of these bitches out. Now, I'll tell you this. Now, this is going to sound goofy, but at this point, it's over for me. So, (laughs) you want to know a game that almost convinced me to get an Xbox? What's that? Blinks the Time Sweeper. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, that's a respectable game. A time-traveling cat? Yeah. Bro, you know that's right up my alley. I legitimately, a few times, went to like the GameStop and Starkville and looked at used Xboxes and was like, shit. I can't swing it, man. I'm broke, but damn, I want to play Blinks. 
Yeah, that was at that point in my life, I was trying to move away from the kind of the kiddier um, mascots. Not me. Like my last, still there. my last hurrah with that stuff was kind of the Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter early stuff. Yeah, and, I'm and, back. I'm back there and, now. Right? Like, yeah. Now I'm all good. Who gives just, a fuck? It's, it's cute like, and it's fun. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. I'm it all, doesn't all need to be dicks and tits <laughs> and blood and gore, huh? Sometimes I just want to smile. That's Why? Gonna <laughs> that's gonna be our review of final fantasy 16 dicks and tits and blood and gore, blood and gore. <laughs> now here's a game like i think uh i think a couple of boys we might know might have something to say about this brute force oh, oh yeah this this game makes me think of josh hargus because yeah of, <laughs> yeah i didn't like this game i got it when it came out too, okay because, really because it was their first exclusive that they were really kind of hyping up since halo they were like y'all this is our next big one and I just remember being kind of disappointed with it. It, it. it was like a way shittier Gears of War. Like, wow. okay. you know, it, it, the market wasn't ready for Gears of War yet. Yeah. A few years off. But yeah, Brute Force was was not the, the play. I traded that game in uh, um, after like a week. Now, a game that I still kind of wish I could go back and play. I wish it was available on Xbox backwards compatibility. Because apparently it wasn't half bad was... The Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. I saw that last night when I was uh, swiping through these games, and I was like, oh, shit. I, I didn't watch Buffy until you and I started hanging out like yeah. seven years later. You know, I wonder if that game was any good. We should read I, some I, So I've, I've looked into it retroactively just as a Buffy fan, and it comes up as being pretty good. Okay. Maybe because, you know, one of the, the cool things um, about the original Xbox is how much people are able to mod it and shit. And, like, people, like, use that thing as, like, an emulation monster, that original Xbox. Okay. And they have people that mod uh, HDMI ports onto those bad boys. Maybe I need to put down the money and, and get a modded Xbox and play some of these games. I'll mail it to you so you can Dude, play Dude, I would I'd just watch you stream it. <gasps> I'd watch the whole playthrough. That's content, baby. Yeah. Um, there's a parent, I guess this was at a Japanese only game, and it's a shame because I would love to play this called KAT or CAT Cyber Attack Team. Oh, yeah, CAT Cyber Attack Team is an adventure game published by Hyde, which was released in Japan in 2003. Um, I want to play that. Um, all right, now listen. <clears throat> I'm going to throw something out here, and people can disagree with me all you want. That's fine. I think those fucking uh, Chronicles of Riddick movies are dog shit. So, uh, oh, but this game. I, I had to bring it up because this <laughs> game, like Goose, my brother-in-law Goose is like, man, that but Escape from Butcher Bay, boy. That's a good game, man. I didn't want to believe it at first either. And look, I kind of like Pitch Black for being like. Me too. That's That movie is okay. It's escape, everything after the, that the, I think the, is the, garbage. Yeah, the rest of it's dog shit. But like that, the game was surprisingly good, and I remember it getting like a really good review somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. And I played through it, beat it. That that game definitely very good. Okay, probably okay. top five Xbox exclusive to oh, me. Oh, yeah. damn. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Crimson Skies was a game I always wanted to kind of play. It's like a you the know flight like flight combat Luftwaffe, thing. yeah, yeah. World, like early flight combat nah I never played it um let's see there was there's some other big ones now one that was huge and one that I probably more than the original Halo until I got a 360 that I put the most time in was uh fucking Ninja Gaiden the reboot mm. of Ninja Gaiden <sighs> God, Dark that Souls game before made me Dark want Souls to break my console man ooh Ooh, that game was hard. I got pretty far in it. I never beat it, but I remember getting... I don't know how I managed to do this back in the day, but I got pretty far. Man. <laughs> I think it soured me for, like, that first time I tried Dark Souls years later. You were like, this is Ninja Gaiden all over again! Uh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, dude, I... I put some hours in with a friend of mine who had an Xbox, and I would sit there and watch him play until he got mad. He'd be like, do you want to try it? And I'd be like, I do not. He's like, you try it. <laughs> See how hard it is. And I would, and it I'd be like, yeah. so difficult. Yeah, so it was hard, incredibly man. hard. One of the hardest games I think I ever played. And um, that includes, like, those early Nintendo ball crushers. <laughs> now, something that I think Xbox needs to be commended for, and to this day, 
um, was their ability to get decently running ports of Western RPGs going on their systems. Mm -hmm. So an exclusive to the original Xbox was the Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, my favorite Elder Scrolls game. Now, I played it on PC, but I knew a lot of people that played this on Xbox. Did you play Morrowind? Um, I, I played it on PC. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't play much of it. Um, also on Xbox, uh, the beginning of a franchise that I love that should be coming back here someday, Fable. And oh, yeah. boy, the, the do I remember, the, once again, this almost got me, Steve. The hype leading up to this for Fable almost got me. Um, <laughs> I didn't play this one, although I was very aware of it. I, I, I felt burned by this last uh this studio's last game black and black white and white yeah, yeah. i i was like this guy likes to promise the world and under deliver peter mauling you that's his yeah, thing i kind of want to see how it how it panned out now i know that 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 series became very good and i think the first game was good right like yeah the second game i think most people hold us the, the best. best that's the one yeah. i think is the best is too mm -hmm. um and you know they also did the expansion the lost chapters for that mm -hmm which was interesting to see. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What else have we got here? Oh. You know, there was... I remember seeing a lot of Star Wars games. Oh, buddy, I've got ton. that pulled up. We should go ahead and talk about those now because there's a bunch of them. There are, and... I couldn't believe it. I meant to ask you, like... Two? I think two, they were on PC as well, right? A lot and of so a lot of these were on um, PlayStation 2 okay, as okay. well, where I would have played the majority of these. So... <laughs> The two that you gotta mention, which were Xbox exclusive, which Ooh. were incredible games, Knights of the Old Republic one and mm -hmm. two. Like, holy fuck, way to go, yeah. guys! Um, I think I might be wrong, but I think the Xbox versions of those games came out before they came out on PC, and boy, did it chat my ass! Oh, I bet that that had to sting. Back oh, then. bro, yeah. I was losing sleep, and when I was sleeping, I was fucking okay. So maybe not. So maybe they both came out at the same time. <laughs> I was about to go into a bit, and I had to put the skirt, skirt. on the bit. Um, but yeah, man, listen. We're, you're talking about two of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. Mm -hmm. Like, just incredible. So the yeah, fact that, 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 that they got those. One, yeah. I, I, that first one's in my top five as well. Uh, the second one I never played. I think it came out towards the... That's good end of the mm -hmm. system mm -hmm. wasn't jade empire as well another exclusive same mm -hmm. studio yep boy uh, i love some bioware that's a very good rpg by the way if any of our listeners out there have never played jade empire and like kung fu movies and shit you should play that it yeah it's got to be super cheap on backwards compatibility on xbox um so this is the full list of star wars games available on the original xbox Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, Jedi Starfighter, both Knights of the Old Republic games, Star Wars Obi-Wan, which was also a exclusive, uh, Republic Commando, Starfighter Special Edition, and The Clone Wars. So yeah. Because we're, eat, we're eating back then. Not very good with some of those, but eating. <laughs> it's like going to Golden Corral. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> getting And just like getting a plate full of bullshit and then going to the nacho cheese fountain and just letting it rain, making it rain nacho cheese on that, fried that's food. Knights of the Old Republic is the cheese fountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the cheese fountain. And fucking Star Wars Obi-Wan is the diarrhea that you have for the next three months. <laughs> um. Not a great game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a big deal, right? Um, Jet Set Radio Future, that's another one of those games that, like, you know, a follow-up to a very good um, Dreamcast game that really made this seem like a successor to that system. Um, there was a few more that stuck out to me. When you look at it, honestly, there was a lot of exclusives, a lot. Um, more one, than I thought. Now, another one that, listen, you know I love a good gimmick, Steve. You know I love a good gimmick. Oh, yeah. Steel Battalion. Oh, God, yes. We've got to talk a little we bit about this. we got to talk about game. this, bro. We've talked about it a little bit before, but, I mean, it, it was Xbox exclusive. 
But you also had to buy a custom controller that cost two hundred dollars. No, it came with like when you bought the game, oh, the game was like two hundred bucks, That's and it right. came with the game and the controller. And the controller had dozens of buttons, bro. I think it was eighty buttons. I oh, think. okay, okay. I think it's around eighty. But but these buttons did every little little thing. You could hit one button for like your windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. You know, it was there was, it was an eject button. Like, I knew a, I knew a dude who had this game and. uh we would hang out and play it and we could never freaking get very far because you damn near had to have a degree in engineering to understand how to use this like (laughs) i i think i remember seeing one person play it in person and being like that is too much it looked difficult and hard but i wanted it like the giant controller i love mechs Mm -hmm. but like is there a single other game you can use that fucking controller on probably not Probably not. Um, I doubt it. No, I don't think so. And they released something else, I feel like, in that maybe a sequel or some missions or something like that, mm-hmm, maybe also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Line of Contact. I think that was Damn. like an expansion or something. Um, you know, the, the once again, now something that was missing and, and probably a part of the reason that I never took the dive into getting a... Um, original xbox is not a lot of jrpgs if any Mm -hmm. you know and that's a big deal for me to this day but even more so back then you know this is a time when i'm almost primarily playing whatever mmo i've got my fucking head stuck same yep and then jrpgs like so the fact that they didn't have a lot going for it in that regard you know definitely hurt it my interest in it right um um, one of the biggest, uh, one of the other biggest exclusives they had, of course, is Halo Two. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. the the one of the first. I, I want to say that was the first game that I ever went to a midnight release for. Nice. I, I remember was... um, before I was friends with Will. I remember being with my roommate and driving past the GameStop on Halo Two release night, and he was like, "Oh shit, that's my buddy Will." We should stop and say hi to him. And he was waiting in line. And like I stopped and like, you know me, I'm a fucking troll. So like I pull up and I stick my head out the window and I go, hey, Will. And he looks at me and he's like, is that that motherfucker in the wheelchair? And I go, hugs, not drugs, buddy. Beep, beep. And then drove off. And he was like, years later, I found out he thought I was calling him out for smoking weed. (laughs) And I was just being stupid. That's amazing. Yeah, me and Berkeley, we went and stood in line, cut up with everybody else who was there, and went home and started playing it right away co-op. I mean, like, that's all we did back then. I loved that the systems just thought of couch co-op being such a big part of the experience back mm-hmm. then. You know, mm-hmm. you could you play four players right away with your Xbox. Just yeah, you now, while it may not be my favorite system, you really got to give it up to the 64 for being like, well, just put four ports on the front. Yeah, okay, you ain't got to yeah. get a special tap. Yeah, you just know? make it standard, you know? Yeah. And it, it was, it, it says a lot that we were able to just go home, throw that desk in, and both plug our controllers up. Here we go. You got half the screen. I got half the screen. Pran- Panzer Dragoon Orta. Oh, great, Another great exclusive re- remake of the original, right? Um, now, something that I think is, I always like to look and see um, if I can find the information, what the best-selling game on the console is, okay? Okay. What do you think the best-selling game on the original Xbox is? Uh, I guess Halo or Halo 2, but I guess you're probably about to tell me it's not one of those two games. It is <laughs> Outlaw Volleyball Red oh. Hot. Oh, my okay? God. So listen to this. The Xbox sold a total of 24 million consoles. You know how many copies of Outlaw Volleyball Red Hot sold? 18 million. Over, like, a, how is that possible? Uh, it's not. I'm joking. I was it's, gonna it's say. Halo 2. <laughs> it's Halo 2. Halo 2 sold almost 9 million, so 8 point something million copies. So basically, a, what they would say is a 30% attach rate. 30% of the people who owned those 24 million Xbox consoles also owned Halo 2. Um, you know, you also got to shout them out for Xbox Live. This is the dawn of Xbox Live. About a year sure after the, the console launched, they launched Xbox Live. I remember being like paying 
for bro i already pay for internet why do i gotta pay why would i want to pay them for more internet access now i felt, can't imagine I, it i was the same way i was like i have a i have a computer i i, I don't pay for that you know what i mean like but, but i remember um people were saying that halo 2 was really fun to play online or whatever but didn't take i didn't take with me until the next generation oh you never jumped in on xbox live in the original that's interesting never did um yeah i mean listen now i mean i use fucking whatever it is bing rewards points or something to pay for my xbox game pass every month for free but like xbox live is part of my budget like i'm like okay food well we gotta do a little xbox live (laughs) even though i don't pay (laughs) for it anymore or i haven't for quite a while now but um since i get it for free but the yeah man the i I can't imagine a world of not being subscribed like i'll tell you right now i probably let my well never mind (laughs) i was about to say i'd probably let my psn subscription go away before i let my xbox subscription go away but now we gotta fucking play street fighter to play street fighter six fucking beat my dick against the wall every friday and saturday (laughs) um but yeah man you know didn't light the world on fire as far as sales 24 million not you know crazy amount but obviously successful enough to get xbox their foot in the door and then follow up with one of my favorite consoles of all time the xbox 360 quick evolution into a giant Mm -hmm. which even though like you said um you know it wasn't immediate like i i know for a fact the first time i thought anything positive about the 360 was the winter that gears of war came out and i was watching Mm -hmm. will play it and i was like "Uh oh oh that that was to me the killer app that Mm -hmm. sold the system because that wasn't available right at launch, I don't believe. I think it was no, a it was little about bit a, afterwards. It, it was right, buddy. I know for a fact we talked about it right when the PlayStation Three came out. Okay. Because I was sitting there with my shiny, expensive ass PlayStation Three playing Resistance: Fall of Man, and Will was like, "This doesn't look that great. Look at this game." And I was like, "No, nah, this is cheesy." <laughs> Cliff Blazinski, get out of here! Get out of here, Cliffy B. Fuck, it looks cool. And next thing I know, Stony Baloney playing co-op Gears of War with Will. And I was like, I think you might be my new best friend. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you have an Xbox. Yep. So <laughs> Yeah, that was another game that I played through it, though, on a non-HD. And I was like, it was great. but And then I played it about a year later when I had an HD TV. And I... mm-hmm. it was like unbelievable. Like, yeah. oh, God, this shit is insane. Wow. It sure is. So, buddy, any uh, last thoughts about the original Xbox? Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, uh, it was also a pretty sturdy machine. You know, when you think about kind of some console troubles of of those years, like even Microsoft themselves would prove to not be mm. immune to it the next generation. Yeah, I think the fact but, that they got that 360 out so quickly after the original one is part of the reason it led to that yep, those yep. issues. Um, but you know, in my original PlayStation always had tons of issues, had to flip that son of a bitch upside down to, to play use game. it most yep. of the time. So this, this console worked well for me the whole time I had it. It wasn't our main console in the house by any mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination, but we played it a good bit. Um, I have real great memories of it, especially getting it and playing it with, uh, with my bu- brother, John and, uh, Berkeley. Dude, you know, we did all those campaigns uh, co-op. When I got three, when I got my 360 and started playing through the Halo franchise, your brother-in-law John was like my Mickey. He would be like, "Hey, you need to look over that. Oh, do this." That dude had like a yeah. photographic memory for the Halo One campaign. He taught me the charge up your plasma pistol and, and switch to the switch pistol to, real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was like, "Whoa, John, that's awesome." He was nice like, dude. yeah, it's a little something I came up with on the side. A little something I cooked up in <laughs> yeah. the lab. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was labbing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys think of the original Xbox? Let us know at High Potion Podcast. Nope. HighPotionPod at gmail.com. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod on Twitter. Follow Steve at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at 
Blue Harvest Pod. Leave us a review. It's over for me. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.